Welcome back, listeners, for another Guildhall School podcast. And in this episode, we're taking a little bit of a diversion from our normal discussion of, of upcoming events here at the school. And we're going to be talking more generally about the pedagogy of performance. So in other words, the method and practice of teaching performance. Uh, we're pleased to welcome Vanessa Lingham, who's a lecturer in costume at Guildhall School, and Sue Dent, who's a music teacher here at the school as well. Thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Um, so first of all, can you both tell us a little bit about your, your background in, in teaching performance. So I've been at Guildhall now for nearly four years. Mm-hmm. Um, previous to that, I worked freelance in the costume industry, mainly as a supervisor and mainly in film and television. Mm-hmm. I decided in 2009 that I was um, thinking about teaching and um, went back and did my master's degree and from that sort of found a a renewed love in costume and fashion and uh, started doing some personal research myself and um, and then the job here came up so um, what I'm finding now is quite an exciting collaboration between uh, my practical work and uh, my research study as well. And how about you Sue what's your background in in well, I've, I've always had a mixture of performing myself mm-hmm. uh, as a freelance um, horn player and teaching. Um, I left the RCM in 1983 and I immediately, very fortunately, um, stumbled into a, a couple of teaching jobs, mm-hmm. um, teaching horn rather than general brass. And actually, interestingly, because I'm completely untrained and I had just left college and so I was both reflecting on what I had learnt mm. whilst at college, you know, and how yeah. I was going to continue by myself, but also how I'm going to impart that to students and pupils. Um, so I've taught for a long time, and it's becoming increasingly important um, in my work. Mm. And I've held teaching positions in a number of the conservatoires, um, but now I've narrowed it down to Guildhall, I'm very happy, and the junior... RCM, mm-hmm. and I maintain close links with the Passau School where I okay. used to teach it as well. The topic for this podcast is the, is the pedagogy of, of performance. And as some listeners may think that performance is a skill that you either have or you don't, but um, rather than something that, that can be taught and, and improved on. And so what are some of the approaches to teaching performance that, that you've learned or used? Well, I think, you know, this, this question that you've posited really depends on what sort of mindset you have mm. whether you come from a a fixed mindset where you would you believe that you have a an innate sense sense of quality mm. um, set of qualities that can't really be changed um so therefore you're always trying to prove that you've you've got them as it were mm. but then if you come from a growth mindset it is you you you're an ongoing learner mm-hmm. and this is key i think to what we should instill in our students is that the whole process is ongoing learning beyond conservatoire as well mm. all through their career and do you have to tailor your approaches quite differently depending on on those mindsets absolutely yes mm. especially on a one-to-one you know you you really have to adapt to the individual and how does that compare with group teaching context as well I, th- I completely agree with you about the ongoing mm. learning. I very much still feel a learner myself mm. and I see it as a, a journey and a collaboration. Obviously, my practical knowledge 
um, and years of experience is the information that I can deliver. But uh, it's very much a collaboration mm. and uh, a learning process as well for me at the same time. I think it just alternates based on, yes, the different personalities. Mm. And for me, the the different design that we work with as well, okay. that can sort of alternate um, teaching but just through the practical processes of what you have to do to get the design realized. So it just might mean a different approach to how we realize that and whether we go to higher houses um, when making things. So mm-hmm. your approach would change slightly whether you're having a closer relationship with the student in sort of seeing them through that process mm. or they might have had some previous experience of that already. So they're more able to sort of supervise themselves and you can step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And how does kind of, um, coaching and, and mentoring of students come into to teaching and teaching performance? Well, mine's tutorial based Mm. and um, my approach is very much uh, letting the students take the lead and um, being there as a coach and a mentor um, throughout the whole process Mm. and having regular tutorials and to sit and discuss sort of uh, where they're at, anything. They they bring the topic to tutorial and it's up to them to sort of... um, navigate their learning Mm. and with my experience I'm able to give suggestions and ideas of processes they might want to practice but it's very much up to them to sort of think it through and work out how they're going to sort of go forward. Um, From that I then can sort of as we put hats on in our different roles be more sort of a, a practical teacher and show by example and demonstration Mm -hmm. but that's a very different role to my coaching and mentoring Mm -hmm. it sounds like the students need to be quite aware of what they're what it is that they're learning about and what their the needs are and how they approach learning generally for completely i i feel really strongly about that it's uh the emphasis is on them to navigate their way Mm. through their through their time here at Guildhall and uh, with their learning, obviously with the support from us, but for them to bring to the table sort of where they want to go, Mm. what they want to pursue and to ask us for the support when needed. But um, yeah, a lot of the time sort of think through processes themselves. Okay. Absolutely agree with you. Um, I teach very much one-to-one and when I initially have the students from whatever background they've mm. had, I mean, it's all very different. I have to make sure that the fundamentals and they have a, uh, is absolutely rock solid. Mm. Um, so there's quite often some remedial work to do. Also that they understand the principles, really grassroots principles um, in depth. Mm. Um, because only then can they then take ownership of their playing and actually know what to strive for. Okay. So my goal is for them to become autonomous learners. Mm. But in the very first instance, I want to set up a 50-50 dialogue where if I'm, I'm being quite prescriptive, they at least can feel safe in a safe environment, mm. feel that they can input and we can discuss. Um, so I don't like to call the shots wholeheartedly, mm. but, although I do have to instill some groundwork but I always encourage them to to inquire and ask or whatever yeah. yeah reflective practice is a is a phrase that crops up quite a lot in in teaching and, and performance teaching and we've kind of touched on this a little bit already of the need for people to be aware of of what they're doing and to re- reflect back on on everything they've done but can you explain a little bit 
about what pr- reflective practice is and why it's why it's important. I suppose reflective practice is the evaluation, isn't it, of yeah, and moving forward and moving forward. What do you what do you do? You realize what you're striving for, you know? Yeah, and actually, hmm. I mean, that's just time. complete core essential. Yes, hmm. it is in everything. Totally, yeah. I do or yeah. we do. Hmm. We spend a lot of time um, at the beginning of what we call allocations when a student joins the costume department, working with them, thinking about um, aims and objectives they would like to meet during that time whilst they're with us. And it's up to them to keep reflecting back on that piece Mm. of paperwork and those ideas. And throughout the tutorials, we can sort of revisit those and sort of check in and see how they're going. So they're reflecting quite a lot on that initial idea. Mm. And then by the time they finish the allocation, they are required for assessment to produce an evaluation. And so again, reflecting right back to the beginning, but their whole journey throughout. And then from that, a summary of where they'd like to go forward within whichever department or area they're going uh, to move on to next. So it's core mm. and it's ongoing. Yeah. And um, I think uh, uh, an essential part of everything we do in teaching. Absolutely. I would like to add to that in that, you know, we, we were talking about coaching and mentoring before, just mm. now making the connection, because with the coaching skills, one's taught to form the questions open questions that encourage reflection so they're usually sort of what or how ones that aren't black and white yes and no yeah okay okay so then these are floated in the lesson and this is how to encourage a dialogue mm. um and, and and that encourages reflective practice so it's just, so, it's all cyclical it's all absolutely of, yeah yeah and yeah. i think there also is a a need to move away from students feeling like they've done something wrong necessarily mm. and actually assessing how could you do things differently not necessarily that isn't the right way in costume i don't think there necessarily is right ways mm. every design's different and so to achieve it we always go down different routes so i don't necessarily think there's right or wrongs but there sometimes might be different ways more productive ways of mm. doing things so i think reflecting on those is a, is really important but in a constructive way rather than sort of oh that didn't work that's wrong it's not about that. It's just thinking about in the future, how might I do things differently? Both coming from quite different backgrounds, but still you know, teaching the, the next generation of, of, of students here at, at Guildhall. And how easy is it to kind of apply all these different, all these different methods and, and ways of teaching to very different contexts? From the sound of things, Vanessa, you're working quite often in, in groups and Sue's working one-to-one with, um, with students um, in, in the in the music department, and how how easy is it to take what you're you're learning and apply it to, to those situations? It's an area of growth for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an ongoing process. I think it, it, just like the students are adapting mm. to different environments, that applies to the way I work as well. Every every student's different. Every production's different. Every costume's different, and it's my job to adapt to that different environment just as they are as well. And uh, here at Guildhall, there's, I mean, there's so many disciplines rubbing shoulders together and on the performance teaching programme, um, there's people coming from, from music and acting and technical theatre backgrounds to, to learn more about how to, how to teach students. And how kind of useful is this interdisciplinary balance? I mean, how, 
um, how much can you pick up on what, what others are doing, even if it's a completely different discipline? I, for me, I think it's absolutely of key importance. Mm. Is to, do people make these connections? You know, because it's been great. I love yes. it. Yeah, I've learned yes. so much mm. from working with other people in di- different disciplines. Mm. It's mm. it's brilliant, mm. and I just encourage it more and more. Yeah. One just because it's nice to meet other people in the school, mm. but yeah, he just learns about so many different teaching practices, and you keep thinking, oh, that's interesting. Perhaps I could apply this mm. to my style, or that's a really good way of thinking about something. Or I don't think I could do that because I don't work in sort of that capacity. Mm. So you're, it's a constant conversation, and I just think it generates so so much sort of enthusiasm for what we do. I echo that. <laughs> we like it. Yes. <laughs> like you, you've both mentioned that you both feel that you're still like you're still learning even in your own practice. And so, how much does the the, the dialogue with with students and applying all these different teaching methods to them? How much does it then come back and influence your own your own practice and your own development? Hugely. Yes. I mean, yeah. just as I was saying, the students. Um, need to reflect on practices and processes and different Mm. ways of doing we're just the same that's Mm. why we're equal learners i need to to do that as well and i've um you know set up a certain class and see whether you know i need to look back over it and see you know was there enough time for it were the students engaged was i able to get across what um the principal sort of ideas that i plan to do Mm. how is it um uh, received. I mean, there's so many different elements. So yeah, that's very much on us as well to go away and yeah, reflect as well. Mm. I think that, you know the teacher really must be open to what comes back and actually, yeah. and, and really understand what's going on, how to move things forward. Yeah, the pacing. There's so many elements of it, mm. and feedback then, as well. I think yeah. from the students, yeah. like we're required as teachers to give them feedback. I yeah. think it's important as well for us to be able to listen to the students mm-hmm. and to be aware of um, their sort of uh, involvement and their learning, I suppose, mm. their learning, I should say. And um, I think it's very important. Yes. And, the whole, and the whole thing about sort of feedback rather than criticism, feedback mm. is very much forward projecting. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, some, it's an area to grow mm looking into the future yeah it's not criticizing as such well thanks very much to uh, vanessa and sue for joining us today and thanks you for listening to the guildhall school podcast if you're interested in finding out a bit more about teaching and teaching performance like we've discussed here today um, you can head to the the guildhall website and find out more about our pg cert in performance teaching and head to www.gsmd.ac.uk slash perf teaching um, and you can also follow us on SoundCloud with soundcloud.com slash guildhallschool and on Twitter at guildhallschool to stay up to date with everything that's going on here at the school and all the rest of the podcast this year. And if you do enjoy the podcast, do rate and review us on iTunes or whatever podcasting app you use because it helps other people find the show. Thanks very much for listening. And thanks again, Vanessa and Sue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.